0: Welcome. I'm Kevin Miller, and this podcast is called Self Helpful because not all self help is helpful. I'm your curator, critic, and translator of the best and brightest minds in the self help world today. The good and bad of our personal health journeys. We all spend a lot of time listening to wise counsel, getting advice gleaning great information and trying to apply it to our lives. Sometimes, however, what is most inspiring is simply to hear from others on the same journey we are, the good, the bad, and the ugly, which is ultimately hopeful. I asked our self-helpful audience this question. What area of your health do you feel good about and what area do you not What followed were many personal testimonies of strengths and weaknesses in everyone's personal wellness pursuit. Some of the deficits and struggles cited and discussed were on the topics of hydration, weight loss, exercise, alcohol, and much more. We also delved into more complex issues of cholesterol, biotoxin illness, chronic fatigue, mental health and the all-encompassing reality that the answers for our individual health are just that very, very individual. Friends, thank you for tuning in. This self-helpful podcast was founded through the Zig Ziglar Corporation. This June 15 and 16 of 2023, I'm going to be in Dallas to attend and speak at the Ziegler Coach Summit. If you are looking to influence people for the better, professionally or personally, I invite you to join us. First 10 people who register and say you heard about it from me, I'm taking to dinner. Go to Ziegler, Z-I-G-L-A-R dot com forward slash Coach Summit. This podcast exists to help you find and understand the guidance and counsel that will help you elevate your personal experience and the way you show up for others. Following these sponsors who help make the show possible and provide great resources for your life, I bring you my Functional Friday co-host, Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert and one of my closest friends. As we talk through listeners sharing what areas of their health they feel good about, and what areas they do not. I'm a foodie, and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. All right. So today was another kind of a Q&A, and I think I, w- I want to just keep doing this. It's just so interesting to poll people on, you know, we can talk about all these health and wellness things, but... I mean, you, that's not fair because you're seeing patients every day. So you're hearing that. But even those, those are the you know, people who are cute enough to come in. And this is seeing just where the, the average person out there is. So I just ask, again, what area of your health do you feel good about? What area do you not? And I kind of lumped um, some of them together uh, in some categories. But uh, So, yeah, let's start off with you, Dr. Randy James. <laughs> so where do you feel good about your health? Where do you not? That is really putting
1: mm-hmm. us on the spot. Yeah. Um, okay. So on on the not side, because I think we're all, you know, negative things stick. That's what you remember. Yeah. And even right now, as we are at our standing desk that we had custom made for this very thing, mm-hmm. um, I had just done the incline four days ago,
0: which is a special hike in Colorado Springs essentially it's, a, it's a, an iconic hike hike if you go to Colorado Springs and look up you can see it kind of cut through the mountain is it, it a used mile? to be an
1: old wheel. it's or almost a mile
0: almost a mile mm-hmm. but it's 2,000 feet yeah 2,000 so steps so it's stairs so if you've ever been in a building and done flights of stairs it's that for ever
1: yeah it's 2,000 and, and the hard part is they're they're big steps they're so they're at steps. your knees yeah. it'd be yeah. like doing double at Do, least like double. doing double right and it's an iconic hike, and so anyway, if you don't do it all the time, then of course you get sore and things like that. But even right now, I feel like I've got, in our barefoot shoes, uh, some level of peripheral neuropathy. Like I'm, my toes feel funny. Really? Yeah. I don't like, even know
0: what that term, what, would that, what does that mean, lamest term? Um,
1: your nerves aren't working right, and it typically hits your feet first. Huh. and, and uh, famously with diabetics, and if you see on TV some of the commercials about old guys sitting on a park bench and they want to go out and play with their grandkids, but they can't because they have foot pain, uh, the drug is gabapentin or uh, other drugs like that for peripheral neuropathy. Yeah. And I, one, of the, one of the questions that we would ask patients or that they would tell back to you is, it feels like my socks are bunched up. And so Weird. yesterday, or the other day, I actually took my shoes off and I readjusted my socks, but they were on there perfectly. It feels like my socks are bunched up, so that's got me a little bit worried. Um, my watch—we talk about our, our Garmin stuff all the time—and I think you and I have different models. And, and, and mine will record a pulse ox, the level of oxygen in your blood. And we live at eight thousand five hundred feet, so it's there's that. And a couple of shows ago, we talked to Bredesen, I know, I know. And, and you're going to bring up the, the exercise or the oxygen thing. Well, mine is recording me averaging right at 90 or under. So half the night I'm under 90, and that's not good. Hmm. And I'm reading that book, Breath, that you and Mm -hmm. I talked about, and and just all these things are kind of stacking up. So so those are the areas where right now, um, and I did the hike and felt pretty good about it and had a good time, and I feel – so on the good side, the fact of being 52 and doing that hike and doing it at a pretty good pace – I guess
0: that's an okay thing. Um. Well, and that's what's interesting too. And somebody actually said something about this in regards to feeling. Well, okay, the guy he said John John Skipworth. He said I exercise regularly, and my blood work and B blood pressure say everything is fine. They lie. He has capitals. <laughs> they lie. Something is going on internally. Um. I lost him. Something's going on internally, but nobody can seem to give me an answer. You know, that's and that's, that, that's right up our alley. Consummate thing yeah. of somebody coming in and the average blood work, you know, looks good. And the doc says, oh, you should feel fine. Well, I don't. Right. And of course you then get, get deeper because what you just talked about there is something that I'm concerned about that I can go out and perform well. So right. on a given day, I can, you know, grit my teeth I can do the incline, I can you know, kill myself, get a good time. So you performed well. So you're this age, you did this performance, and that's supposed to equal everything's okay. And then over over here, though, looking at the biomarkers, looking at the measurements and going, yeah, but it's not. My toes feel funny or my blood pressure or, or my heart rate was off. And the more I look at that, the more... I mean, it's frustrating, but then yeah. I, I want to know. It's like what you say you, you don't know what you don't know. So, you know, on so we're watching, you know, we both got the wearable devices. I'm, I'm about to upgrade. I'm going to get another one. I just think I'm going to get one with a heart rate strap that you can mm-hmm. use too, because when I'm doing this hydro machine, the rowing mm-hmm. thing, it, somehow the movement, I, I read about translate, it, it right. screws up. Yeah. Yep. And it shows me with its heart rate of like 79, and I'm I'm anaerobic. So it's not doing it well. So I'm going to get a different thing. But, uh, you know, and sleep specifically, of course you do, you, you, you do have it. You found it again, the yeah. or you have the or ring. So a guy yesterday, it's a guy I met mountain biking older than I am. And he can motor. Uh, and he is using a whoop. Have you heard that? Uh-huh. Yeah. You can do it on your, and it's, it, I'm I'm, in, I'm interested in, I'm going to look at it, but again, measuring these things. Cause I want to see where am I at? And, you know, I look at my resting heart rate a lot and bothered often, right? Cause mine's way better than yours, but it shouldn't be. <laughs> and you put your oxygen. Okay. Well, bite. I'll feel
1: good about that one then.
0: Okay. You <laughs> should, you should, you should. Well, okay. So, well, here I'll share real quick. So I did this when I posted this on Facebook, I actually put myself and I said, man, honestly, in most areas I feel in a lot of ways better than ever. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I, I think mm-hmm. my sleep and my focus, my awareness, my sleep, my food is pretty good. The thing that's been bothering me lately, alcohol. Uh, I'm, per, I mean, I, I'm nightly bottom line. I, I'm nightly with it. I don't overdo. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a drunk. I, don't, I usually, I often don't feel, I say that I don't feel, I mean, you always feel a little bit, you know, it's, but it's just celebratory food. I mean, at night I want to go home. I want to cook, which I do most of the time I cook and music and you know, what's happening with the kids and wine. It's just celebratory. And I don't want to not have that just like right. in the morning. Right. Don't want my morning time without my coffee. Um, but I've just been, you know, so every night my body's having to work on that. My liver's having to process that. And I'm thinking over time, is this really going to be best for me? And, oh, and I worry, I, I, I'm concerned about it with, that's why I keep some weight on my middle, which, mm-hmm. you know, makes sense as well too. And I actually wrote that and ma- the, there was a huge thread just on alcohol, on mm. people talking about that. But that was one of the things, a guy testified to that. And I think I've seen it too, is that my heart rate, my resting heart rate is higher when I have Mm-hmm. Alcohol, mm-hmm. which I'm all, having it almost every night. So you would think, how would I know the difference? But there's sometimes when I won't and I'm looking at that. And again, I'm concerned if you go over time, the days, the weeks, even if it's 10 beats higher per minute, which doesn't seem like a lot. But over the day, the week, the months, you know, the year, there's a tens million of thousands of millions of my of, heart working yeah. harder because I'm having alcohol at night. So that was that was the one that I said, I'm I'm not seeing a negative effect. But again, performance is here but what's the underlying what's it costing you to perform that at yeah.
1: 50 yeah. and can you is that taking away from your performance at 55 and 65 yeah and theoretically the answer is yes but that's the part of the crystal ball that we don't we don't get to see into I, yeah and right like a guy yesterday and and I said well you know him he's a church guy very smart driven and I'm like you know, and I said his first name. You either you're either gonna do this and get your glucose down, mm-hmm. or or tell me to stop pestering you about it. We're at the switch, black and white, yes or no. You know, but the implication of oh my gosh, this because they go out to eat a lot, they're social. His wife doesn't want to do that, and I said, yeah, don't take this lightly. It's not the you know step one, two, three, four, and you're done. And, and so to, to us and to our listeners and to everybody out there, ultimately, these are the kind of book titles that nobody
0: wants to buy. I know. It's, <laughs> and it's the long-term implications. Because if I ask this Gosh. question, where am I with my health? Right here, this exact moment today, I'm pretty good, man. Yeah. I can go run. I can go ride. I have energy. I have clarity. You're, you're fine. And, and compared to everybody else at 50, we, you, you get an A. I'm a rock star. Yeah. But I'm looking in the mirror. And I'm looking at, well, I'm, I'm looking at your skin right now. You have clear skin. I, I feel like my skin, now, granted, I was a pro cyclist and I spent a lot of time with my face in the wind with no protection, no nothing. And so maybe there's that, but I still keep looking at it and I've had dry skin problems. And I'm looking to go, man, I look old. You're looking at me thinking that, the same thing right well, the, don't but, I'm, <laughs> well, now. Don't judge.
1: But here's one of the things when we sit out on the deck, it's so funny because, because I'll always see your hands too. Oh, your yeah, your, yeah, your yeah. cracky yeah, yeah, hands, yeah. and my hands look better, and maybe my face looks better, but I have old man ankles. Yeah, you know, and and that I keep saying, oh my gosh, it looks like my dad. But, but
0: that looking at the long term, okay, so if I'm just concerned about right now, I'm okay. But I'm not. I'm concerned about where are my my, my markers going, so that I'm 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 just about turned fifty and where am i going to be at 60 where am i going to be at 70 and at 80 because i know 80 year olds who are fully functioning at 80 as they were at 40 and i want to be i want to be and those guys are the real rock stars yeah
1: who are doing the incline at 80
0: and and loving life while their their friends are drooling in a wheelchair more and more and man that's when it gets acute but it brings us back to today of going like your guy you talked about really i have to be weird i have to be different than the culture and not eat this or eat that and go to sleep, you know, all that stuff that we talk about. And, and the answer is yes. Yeah. And, but the
1: answer is not forever. So this morning over coffee, we talked about a couple of people and, and, and asking them, what kind of letter would you write to yourself in the past? Now that you've done all this hard work to get healthier Mm -hmm. from whatever pit you were in and people say things like, Oh yeah, just for two years, don't have any sugar and our eyebrows go up and it's like, really, that's, that's the book title that you would sell to yourself 10 no, years yeah, ago. Nobody, nobody's buying that, And you wouldn't have bought it. Mm-hmm. Even if we're like you a couple years ago on the boot thing, you said, I can't sleep. I'm not wearing this boot thing to, for my foot. But here you are. And you've worn it for some nights in a row, and now you're saying...
0: Okay, let me explain that. People are going to think i got diabetes. This is one of your negative things. Yeah, so uh, you and I transitioned to minimalist running uh, years ago, which helped me. So I'm running, having back pain, hip pain. We read the book Born to Run, as so many people did, switched to a minimalist running, and it took away my aches and pains. Then I got sponsored by a shoe company, uh, and they had this really cool winter... Uh, you know waterproof shoe and I started working or or started wearing it in the winter uh, running with my boys but it was tons of support that's the only thing I can figure out and I developed plantar fasciitis that and so I quit running did not run for a year it never got better Uh, I I tried a few things but the one we looked at was a splint so yeah I, I tried to wear a splint that kept my foot at a 90 degree angle so it's not you know down and couldn't sleep and so I said I'm not doing that and time went on and nothing's better I went back to that and just did it long enough to where now I sleep fine with the boot and it is the only thing helping right now so I'm back to running again I'm using that at night and I'm in less pain than I was when I wasn't running but not using the splint so I'm making it we'll see well right and from now on and forever
1: more looking forward you have to do the weird thing of wearing a boot at night Mm -hmm. But not for forever. And then when you go, hope not. And when you go back to running, you'll run smarter. Yeah. Right? So there'll be a little bit more attention paid to that that toe stretch and getting your arch all kind of thing.
0: Well, I started Um, stretching. You and I both did some. And I'm a little more flexible. Not dramatically, but.
1: Right. So we'll go back to it, but not in the way that we did in the past. And that is the same thing I'd say to my friend. Yes, for two months, you need to really be paying attention to your sugar intake or whatever, but in so that in the future, you can go back and enjoy the nice carbohydrates, but in a different way, that's,
0: that's the only way yeah. forward. Well, we're back to the, the <laughs> ele- elevating our appetites, you know, because like sugar, that was, I was a lifelong said, I don't have a sugar tooth. I have a sugar belly, man. If I'm going to eat a sugar body. Yeah. And now today, Well, what time is it now? It's 10.20. I didn't eat today. Did you eat? We had our our coffee. And uh, for lunch, I'll have something. And after lunch, I will have my addiction of dark chocolate. Either just plain dark chocolate or I've been doing dark chocolate almonds is really my mojo. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Friends, I'm pretty candid about my lack of financial prowess. Money and numbers are fairly Greek to me, so I need a lot of guidance. One of my closest friends is a wildly successful wealth manager, and I'm working on some financial literacy and just continually seeking guidance. So I ask you to check out yahoofinance.com. Yahoo Finance dot com. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get the special deal, go to airdoctorpro.com, Use promo code Kevin. You know, so I get my little sugar, but throughout the day, now I, and again, wine at night. So I have some, but it's so much less and I don't miss it to that degree wait you don't uh, miss the wine no sugar overall oh, oh, i mean oh, the amount that i used to have i mean right, so i'm getting a little to, bit i'm getting mm-hmm. higher quality uh not not you know but but yeah so much less and i don't miss it i mean so even that to say it's not forever but so if we upgrade our appetites we don't have to go back it's not like i'm, gonna, I'm not going to go back to mcdonald's or to or or hershey's whatever or, yeah. right yeah well so so on this you know and asking this question even just to look at a couple categories, you know, water was one. Susie Bradley, you know, Susie, she said, "I feel so." She's a fitness instructor. She said, I feel good about my fitness and mental health. I need to drink more water. Uh, Jen Underwood, she said, "My mental health and eating habits are doing are going decently well. Exercise and water drinking needs help. Sleep has been a big focus this year, and I'm pleased to report that." Uh, focusing on enough, that's her word for the year, enough, sleep this year, that's a habit I have improved, next up is enough, water, and then exercise, but so a handful of people chose water, I was surprised at that, so I feel like they're doing overall uh, well, but water, which interestingly, I interviewed Kara Golden, she's the founder of Hint Water, and that was her thing, it's trying to, she had, gosh, her story, I didn't tell you about it, she was doing like, 15 diet cokes a day wow yeah i mean she developed a habit as she's doing all this big business stuff and realized man things are not going well she had all this weight her energy whatever and that was her primary thing wouldn't we all love to have you know a primary thing and she cut it out cold turkey went to water and i'm just like you know 40 pounds immediately went off her energy her skin i mean all these things help but then she also realized man it's just boring to Mm -hmm. have you know just water. And so she starts playing. This is a consummate yeah. small business story. Starts playing with fruit. Of course, you know, fruit juice is super high. So she's like, just a little bit, you know, infused a hint, a hint <laughs> of, of that. So it has no sugar. So here, let me, I got one. Yeah, for, for those who watch the video, there it is. So, I, so they sent me a case of it. And so it's no sugar. And she even talked to Coke at one point. And they're like, Americans are never going to drink anything that doesn't have a little sugar in it. Well, she's making millions of dollars. With, uh, it literally has no, no sugar, you know, in it. She has, uh, uh, but here's her point: is she has, she's a health advocate, and she's looking at every person she can get to drink this water and not a sugary drink. How many grams of sugar less per day can she help X Y Z? What tick can she make that? Can she help two percent less sugar intake from people? And she's doing it through good tasting water it's brilliant but you know water so we all i think everybody thinks about that how we should drink water and of course how much water
1: and I- enough I'm, I'm i'm impressed with that state because it depends on how much are you exercising how much uh, how, uh, another phrase that i like is you should also be eating your water meaning most of what you eat should be vegetable plant based and that doesn't mean you should eat the plant based meat New hamburger things that are, but if you're eating vegetables, you are eating a lot of water too, so that will hmm. reduce the amount of So that's good, it, it's hard to say half your weight in ounces and those kind of things. Um, you and I, I think we talked about hydration in earlier shows, and, and my thing was tea that because water was boring and mm-hmm. and and all of that, same as what she was going through. But I, I didn't want to sip on coffee or whatever all day long, so tea. And all of the herbals and greens and whites and yellows
0: became my thing. I I never see you drink water. I don't think you do drink plain (laughs) water, but you do that. And and so, you know, the measuring stick I've always looked at. Yeah. And I drink it like vitamins. So I keep a big Nalgene bottle of water and I just am in the habit of go over there and gulp down half of it and just, you know, kind of a a half to. because otherwise I like to drink, you know, coffee and (laughs) seltzer water and hint water and, and whatever. Uh, but just how often are you going to the bathroom and is your pee clear, fairly clear? I mean, I, I don't know of a better overall to say how much water should you drink? Well, if you're four foot tall or seven foot tall, it's different. If you have this metabolism, I don't know. It, it We... This is one of
1: those areas where I think a lot of us got confused because for a long time it was hydrate, 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 drink a lot of water and half your weight in ounces. But then there's also a subset of people that got overhydrated. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, uh, I've i lost the name of the book. but uh, he, And then for a thousand years, people were motivated by thirst. Yeah. If, uh, you know, if I'm thirsty, we'll then drink some water. Yeah and and somewhere people said oh if you're by the time you're thirsty you're too late Which and doesn't make sense doesn't make sense and then mountain dew says obey your thirst right so then we get confused with i'm th- what am i thirsty for yeah and then coffee and tea and all of these other things come in there confusing confusing us back in the day when it was just water i was
0: going to say yeah if, if I think that's the thing. Is if I cut out any other liquid, no coffee, no tea, no seltzer, no whatever. Uh-huh. What happens? No fun stuff. No fun stuff. I'm just my. I sometimes it's just my mouth is dry, and so and then I'm then just I go get a drink. Of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And it, and is there something wrong with that? Like to say by the time you're thirsty, it's too late. That doesn't make sense in terms of just the body's ability to take care of itself.
0: Yeah, but I'm thinking that if we screwed up, though, because my body, maybe it's telling itself it's not thirsty because I'm sitting there drinking coffee or a, a soda with caffeine that's dehydrating me. And then
1: you get behind. Yeah. And I agree because I think I was that guy. And I would get to the end of the day, and then I'm I, you cross over into dry and uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And have you ever been, you know, but I just drink a big thing of water, but my mouth is still dry, but yeah. your belly's full? Yeah. And it takes almost a day to kind of recover. So so for me, the drinking a – and I do you know coffee in the morning. And then if for sports, it's water. So that was my rule for myself. If you're thirsty from sport, yeah. drink a bunch of water. But then tea all day long, and I get to the end of the day, and I'm fine. And, and then I don't have to drink at night and get up to pee and those kind of things either. I feel fine throughout the evening. I don't feel like I have to go drink water. And then I eat our – mostly vegetable meal yeah. and have a glass of wine and that seems to be i think
0: yeah looking at what you're drinking as opposed to water is a, a, a kind of a red flag to look at and yeah you're talking about athletic stuff so i mean i was a pro cyclist sponsored by a, a sports drink you know company and whatever and we use them there but today if i go out in in the heat and i'm gonna kill myself in a two plus hour ride i take water water that's I all i would agree that's it yeah Okay, so the next one that came up as a topic was weight. A lot of people, and a lot of people, like Brian says, I exercise regularly, my blood work, my blood pressure are good, but I carry a few extra pounds. Uh, Bill McConnell, you know, I could lose a few pounds. And I talked about that, and it came up in the thread about alcohol, that I wonder if that's one of the things that helps keep a little weight on me that I don't think would otherwise be there. But, again, there's a thing. I mean, weight is the consummate, you know, thing that we look at, especially in America. We judge health by weight, which is not always fair. Now, granted, it's and if you're overweight, you are at more risk for a lot of problems, mm-hmm. uh, no doubt. But it's not necessarily. We have people who are healthy who carry a little extra weight. That's probably okay, except for an aesthetic aspect. But it's still a question when you're doing all the right things and you still have the extra weight. Is why, and that's frustrating for. A lot of people. A lot of people.
1: You're right. It's the consummate issue of why, and it doesn't make sense. And I like to say, look, if if you look at a textbook of obesity or overweightness, not even obesity, there's a chapter on genetics. There's a chapter on what did you eat when you were a kid. There's a chapter on stress. There's a chapter on your hormone response. And, And from a thyroid perspective, the insulin perspective, the sex hormone perspective, it's the quintessential example of multifactorial and different for everybody and very confusing and very frustrating, especially in a culture that's weight-based. Yeah. You get immediately judged, and people are going to think so. – like me, I get judged good because weight's not my thing.
0: <laughs> Except by the one lady who came in <laughs> and saw you and said, "Dr. James, he needs to eat some cake or a sandwich or something. He's so skinny."
1: <laughs> that's God that's bless true. Her. God bless her. And 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 I would say I I would have trouble putting on weight if I was trying to look stronger or aesthetically.
0: I mean, here in America, you are, you are an anomaly. I mean, you. I mean, you do a lot of the right things and you fast and whatever. But you, you man, we sit down. You will eat. You, can, you can't can eat twice eat lot, as much yeah. as I can. I can't even ingest that much. And you, I mean, you're active. I mean, you're out right, right now. You're out. You know, but playing. I did. I had a friend
1: in medical school who struggled with weight. Yeah. And one time I said something that was either a little too deep, teasing, or crossed over into shaming almost or something like that. And he looked at me and he said, yeah, right. What did you do to deserve that body? Fair. Fact is nothing because he and I eat the same things yeah. and, and whatever else, and it's genetic yeah. on that side. But I also watched my dad, who lived very similarly, didn't think about weight, and then when he hit about sixty-five or somewhere around in there, he put on a lot. It just clicked over, yeah. and I worry that that could be me. And so,
0: well, but 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 just to go to that, I mean, because you say genetic, right? There's, uh, what's the line? Genetics loads Love. the gun; your lifestyle pulls the trigger. So here we are, and regard. So you and I, I can put, I can put weight on, and I just, I'm not going to look at you and go, it's unfair, and what. I just have to adjust according to what I got. That's right. Um, so I think you know for all of us. So that is frustrating. I think unfortunately there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of the right things. They got a little extra weight. It's probably not that big a deal. It's just a cultural thing, and they've got this avatar in their mind like I do of zero body weight and you know ripped muscles and whatever. You just got to make peace with where you want to be. But if you're really struggling with overweight, what what is c- categorically what is overweight? How many? Like a percentage? Technically,
1: is using the BMI scale. So normal being eighteen to twenty five body mass index.
0: Oh, but that no, and, not everybody knows how to measure that. I mean, but if you if you look at like the average weight for a guy your age or you know a person your age and height and stuff, is it thirty percent body fat or what, where you know what I mean? Can you? I mean, say?
1: And, and, well, no. The BMI is going to be your best easiest tool of. Okay. How much body mass do you have per how tall you are? And, but like you said at the beginning, some people carry more weight. So the people in that 25 to 27 category who would be slightly overweight, actually, this is a, a confounding piece of information. They tend to live longer. Now, now, do they live longer because they're carrying extra weight weight, or because, like the French paradox, they're having that extra wine or fatty something, and they just don't worry about it. Yeah, and They enjoy it. It it is joy and celebration versus a guilt response. And that's another one of those confusing chapters in the the weight book. And, And so all these guys who say, oh, I just want to lose a few pounds, you know what I would say? I would say, look, just lose the word snack yeah just there's no such thing as snacks like we live in a, like i tried that on my kids the other day like stop saying the word snack. yeah it didn't work but it so, well even in my own house why do i have kids who are addicted to an after-school snack
0: Yeah, you don't know this but we did this so with my youngest you know and she's yeah has you know some food issues and whatever and it was always a snack and i finally got her out of it said look do you see your older brothers and sisters they don't do a a snack because most of them don't for the most part or it's not a you know conscientious thing and i said you're getting to be a big girl now you don't need us i tried to do that and so we're at the point now where for the most part most days she does not have a snack she's grown she's grown into it and she you know doesn't need it yeah i don't think about it my gosh every once in a while i might grab some nuts but yeah i don't we eat so seldom, it seems like. The, the thing it's that relative. helps me out the most
1: there is being busy and eating. And, but this is what we're, I'm encouraging people to do. Eat at mealtimes. Yeah. And if you want to lose a few pounds, I would do a construct of the intermittent fast. I would start off with the mindset of we are overcarbed mm. and oversnacked. snacked So if people yeah. can just lose the snacks. And then at mealtimes, eat meals. And in between mealtimes... Drink well, some more water. It, you
0: know what? Drink some more water. Now, I was going to say, I, I do have, especially in the afternoons, man, I'll have that hankering for a probably a snack. It's just, it's just something to appease my taste buds, and I will go do uh, a decaf coffee or a seltzer water. That's kind of gotten in my habit. I have my snack. I upgraded my appetite. Yeah. And I have had shows, with had that a mindset. Uh-huh. as opposed to whatever somebody would have for a
1: snack. So I will save my favorite teas for the afternoon Oh, and look nice. forward to that. Yeah. And that's kind of the...
0: Well, yeah. And and this morning, we didn't have breakfast. I didn't think about it because I had a nice Starbucks. Look forward to... Sipped it for an hour. yeah. 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 There you go. Well, so, yeah, weight is an issue. Now, exercise was probably... Um, the next biggest category, if I, if, if we put them in, in, categorically where people said, I feel good about everything, but exercise. I know I need to get, uh, this is J- uh, Jody Tootin. I know I need to get a little more. I have been lax over the summer because of the heat and I don't like gyms, but now it's cooling off. I plan to get more hiking in Tanya. I've been, uh, I haven't been drinking alcohol now for about a year. I just recently did a, went to a plant-based diet after listening to Dr. Gregor. I don't know who that is. I don't know. Okay. Uh, I could be doing more cardio and strength training overall, uh, though, but overall my health as well. Uh, Bonnie Stafford, same thing. Everything's good, but I could use more exercise. Uh, Lori Golding talking about I feel pretty good about my mental health as I've been really working to improve in that area. I'm not feeling that good about my physical health uh, right now, though. And people talked about what I saw. There were comments, good and bad, regarding the pandemic had a lot of testimonies to, man, that kind of just knocked me out. Either they didn't have equipment at home or like a lot of those people, they just lost the accountability and the camaraderie of going to the gym, which is my wife. Um, and she she hated it when the gym closed and she does it pretty religiously. That's her thing. Didn't matter a lick to you and me. Right. You've got your treadmill and we've got the outdoors and we did it. So, yeah, different Experiences for different people in regarding that, but exercise. It is interesting to see that a lot of them attested to that. I've been doing well with my mental health, focusing on my mental health, but not doing the exercise. And that's one where, yeah, you can't you can't overcompensate enough to not to be sedentary. I mean, the downfall is so detrimental. And
1: that's one area where I'd look at you, and you would say, "I'm doing pretty well there." I'd look at me. I wish I
0: could just do exercise and right. go nuts everywhere could, else. Eat, drink, and be married and go exercise.
1: And, go ex- and a lot of people actually, especially in, in the 80s, 90s, zeros, had that mentality. Doesn't matter what you eat, go exercise it. And people would exercise and then reward themselves with a frappuccino. And well, gosh, that's
0: athletics, man. We did that. You go out and you know. For me, it was we go ride five hours and we just annihilate the buffet the rest of the day. As <laughs> as the payoff.
1: That was the payoff, and and it. But remember, we use the NASCAR mentality of if you're going to go annihilate your car, yeah, and you want to perform, then you give it really good food and good treatment and all of that. But in our bodies, why do we? Why do we demand this performance and then reward it with Doritos or a Frappuccino? It doesn't make any sense, and it really doesn't. On, on my side, I think exercise has become more of a struggle um, just from timing-wise and the crazy kid schedule, and that's where COVID impacted us. And so for half of the week, Monday, to, Monday through Wednesday, it's, I just it's nothing almost. And then I try to catch up on the weekend and do do some more. Uh, but the idea of every single day exercise, I would struggle with that one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, so uh, exercise, obviously a big one. Now, here's some, and I just put them in the category of complex. This is your <laughs> world right here. People who talked about, gosh, I'm doing these things, but X, Y, Z. So Jeff Bayless. So he's a, uh, a military guy, I think, uh, Air Force. and. He says, uh, through exiting the military recently, I went head to toe, stem to stern of everything health, dental, mental, health related. I have the body of a 20 year old in most regards, and yet my total cholesterol has always been high. It's genetic for men in my family. Four months ago, I went mostly plant based. With a little fish, very little cheese and eggs, uh, whites only, my cholesterol dropped 10 points in one week. Coming from Texas, growing up hunting, and a life in the military had me stuck in the groove of that's just how men eat. Uh, The lesson here is to remain objective and understand that everyone is different. Uh, There's no magic pill. We have to know our strengths and weaknesses and adapt when necessary to optimize our health. Great Great overview.
1: Great I mean, overview. I, everybody is different. I would, since we're in the complex side of things, I would say, well, did he mean total cholesterol? And if he, and if that's what dropped I 10 points, know. I would say it, it, that doesn't matter at all. If he meant the LDL, then maybe it matters. But for everybody out there, I think that a learning point here would be to learn for yourself and even talk to the doc that the, the, the cholesterols don't matter. It is what is the LDL particle or the apolipoprotein B, APOB for short, that is the atherogenic particle. Atherogenic meaning that's what's causing the atherosclerosis that leads to heart attack stroke, which is why we look at cholesterol in the first place. So, so he would get a lot of 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 commentary from the from all the paleo people saying, well, if you're eating game meat growing up hunting in Texas, then it oughtn't, that the, it oughtn't matter. If you're eating eggs from happy chickens that are allowed to be chickens, then it matters less. But for this particular guy, with his genetic uniqueness, maybe it does matter. And I would say, absolutely. You got to kind of think through it and figure that out. It'd be very interesting to know what his deeper laboratory studies were and does he need to worry about cholesterol down that lens?
0: Well, yeah, but back to the genetic part, I just appreciate that. I mean, imagine, we just had this discussion with my family that I grew up in the South. Uh, I have a brother, sister, you know, mom and dad who love the South. They love the environment of the South. They do not like it out here at 9,000 feet with no humidity and dry. I love it, and now I, I just can't stand that. I grew up in that, you know. To look at just the things, I, I appreciate Jeff saying. You know, I just thought that this is the way guys are supposed yes. to eat, yeah. and yet he come to find out uh, that he is different for whatever reason. We have no idea why did why is it in my soul to like this environment and my family. Does not. They love the humidity and the bugs and the warmth and whatever. And I go there and I'm going. I'm going to melt and die. I grew up in it, but just that to realize that we are all unique, but we only know what we know, and we don't know what we don't know.
1: Okay, that's what I was going to say. Okay, yeah.
0: all right. <laughs> um, uh, Dana here. I have biotoxin illness. What is that exactly? Wow. Well, and that's a complex one. Okay. So. Well, let me read the whole thing. Then uh, I, I have biotoxin illness, which causes chronic fatigue, among other things. I'm proud of the work I've done over the last 17 plus years to try and get healthy mentally and physically. Sure, I'm chronically ill, but not because I'm not busting my butt to be he- healthy. That's great perspective. She does like we she's weller it. in as much.
1: As yeah, she can. That's right. She's weller than she would have been if she had not yeah. taken the bull by the horns and say, "And I got to figure this out." And Sears or biotoxin illness, Sears standing for chronic immune response syndrome. And there's lots of syndromic complex situations going on with people. And, and she said biotoxin. So whatever, meaning that her tipping, her tip over came through a biological toxin, no. often mold or Lyme or tick-borne illness or something like that, where everybody's going along in their life of on the spectrum of uh, less well than they could be but not as sick as they could be either and then and in my mind a good analogy is think of the straw the famous phrase the straws on the camel's back do you remember which straw broke the camel's back the last one no okay if you're saying that to be wrong on purpose i would say good job <laughs> Kevin. but if you're really wrong then you don't remember all of them Oh, that makes more sense. But everybody thinks, no, no, everybody thinks it was the last one. I was fine. No, I totally failed the test. You failed. Yeah. But that's a great failure because everybody else out there would also be thinking, oh, yeah, I was fine. But then when that car wreck, like maybe even Terry uh-huh. thinking, oh, I was fine until that car wreck happened. And now everything's all messed up. Right. Which it wasn't. It was the, it was the straw that, that caused the, the wreck last from the
0: something.: No, it's great. And so,
1: okay, I'm going to, let's stay there. So biotoxin illness, or even the cholesterol piece, that's just a load on the camel's back. It's not making you die. The camel doesn't die, but there's a crack in the back and you say, ah, I can't get back to quote unquote, I can't get back to normal. But remember way back on show number one, we said we don't use that word.
0: I can't believe we haven't talked about this because you just, I mean, I I just totally failed the test and you're, you're right. We, I still that's, I mean, that's the truth. So in my head, I'm still say that's oh, a straw that broke the, that last thing. You're saying no, it's that it's last feather that that's caused sh- you because you've been carrying a loading load. those other
1: feathers that's on there. That's a great
0: for- perspective. Did you write that or is that? I'll take credit right? for that okay. one. No,
1: that great. everybody thinks I was fine until, mm-hmm. or the joke of, of the smoker who comes in and I uh, and has cancer, and I say, well, it's probably because you've been smoking, and he's like, what? No, I've been smoking for 40 years. I never, never had, had cancer. Had cancer. <laughs> it yeah. can't be that. Yeah. It's like, but every day, that breath, or if we look at Kevin Miller, every day of not meditating, or every day of not, or every day of a glass of wine, yeah. when you should be going every other day to be the 80 year old guy that you want to be. Yeah. But we don't know. You can't. So when you're looking at your camel, you don't know how many straws it will take to crack. You don't get to know that. Everybody wants to know, am I okay?
0: Well, and I thought you were going to pick on me of going, my perspective is I just want to be the strongest camel possible so I can carry everything until Until I can't,
1: until that last straw tips you over and you're saying, well, maybe I should try Zoloft or something because, and that's exactly what medicines are, are a prop on, on that back so that, and people think so that I can do my life. Yeah. Don't make me change my diet. Medicine, well, we yeah. just did
0: a show and I did in the intro, I talked and I kind of like the analogy of, you know, you're a sinking ship. And so we come along with the medicine or the prop uh, and we tie hot air balloons to it. You know, let's, let's pull it up and go, why is this? The, right. Don't how make patch, me plug my hole patching the whole. Yeah, exactly. But because that's that costs
1: time and money and effort and energy. And it's just a pain in the butt. And I don't want to. Yeah. And, but I want to pay a system out there to come tie a hot air balloon to my sinking ship and hold me afloat. That's that's a good analogy, too. It just doesn't make sense to do that because the cost and the effort, that's exactly what we see with a trillion-dollar medical system out there. And all we have to do is change our diet or go to bed on time. and And that's why we're asking these people, you know, yeah. and what are they seeing? So, biotoxin illness is a representative of… It, a, a, an extreme situation. But it,
0: I would say, is she talking to a point where you're saying, back on our ship things, you're saying, no, there is a crack in the hull that can't be fixed to some degree. It can uh-huh. be bolstered, but we can't totally fix it. That's true of all of us, right? We're all well, going to die. Okay. We're all
1: leaky. Yeah. it's a, It's a good perspective. Like, everybody's camel's back is crackable, is yeah. already cracky. Yeah. Right? So everybody's boat is going afloat. And so then it's the balancing act between... How leaky am I and how good is my bilge pump system, so to speak? And am I genetically born with a crack that is unfixable? And the answer is yes. All of us have that. We're all going to die. We are unfixable in the long-term sense. And I think people say, yeah, 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 yeah. But what about this and that? And I'm saying, well, hang on. It's now at the risk of being too complex – so you and I are reading this book, Breath, and he boils it down to every breath is some odd sextillion
0: molecules. Well I'm struggling with anxiety because now I'm thinking about I'll catch myself going, Am I breathing? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Am I okay. shallow breathing? Am I That's right. Yeah. So that is an extreme position. Mm-hmm. And
1: to just let you know I had a patient who said exactly that. Imagine if you are so focused on every breath thinking that the next one's your last one. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Horrific anxiety. Yeah. And and he couldn't get out. Just like, I don't understand. Just snap out of it. And and you can't. And that's what anxiety is and depression and those kind of things. So you we at the risk of being overly aware of every breath or every molecule of food or every single word you say to your spouse and was it in the right tone and the right whatever or every single thing we drink and and then people say well gosh you can't think that way and you got to die of something i'm like you're right so then the opposite spectrum is eat drink and be merry Mm for you we're gonna die somewhere in the middle then and for a biotoxin person she likely had a genetically predisposition and she had the misfortune right, like of being five, born.
0: Five, she could have five brothers and sisters all exposed to the same thing. She was exposed, and she, and she broke, and she got it. So, yeah, and she had
1: whatever. the misfortune of being born in a culture that overcarbed, overstressed, mm-hmm. undervegetabled, underhydrated, underslept, and
0: the and she could have gotten it with a better diet per se than then her the next guy. or we could go look back and say no she was the one kid more prone to the snacks and the carbs than whatever and so she was dragging herself down we don't know we 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 can't know
1: but every single person listening to this is a camel is a boat is leaky has has a back that can break even kevin miller and and then the question is that we've talked about it so be aware be wise what load are you carrying on your back? What load do you want on your back? I want to be a father. I want to be a husband. I want to run a business. I want to run. So what do I leave off that back? Yeah. Yeah. And that's encouraging yeah. because I have control, but it's also daunting because I can't know the future.
0: Yeah. It could be a whole another show. So maybe I sh- we shouldn't go down the rabbit hole, but something you said made me th- and I thought about it earlier when we were talking about weight and people talking about, ah, you know, a few extra pounds. And us talking this morning at coffee uh, about the meme, the picture, whatever. It's really old, but it was of the two ladies that were fifty years old, let's say. Uh, and it showed one, and she was the poster child for vegan and environment, all this you know, good, healthy stuff. And she looked twenty Haggard. years old at Haggard. Yeah. She looked worn out. And they had the other lady who was like the chocolate wine queen the same age who looked 20 years younger looked great and how important it is about how we feel about it so if i'm 10 pounds overweight and it i have guilt and shame and whatever that guilt and shame is more detrimental than the actual 10 pounds of extra weight if i'm good with it i just i wanted to bring that out earlier because i thought about it to think it's so important just how you think about yourself is as much as
1: okay okay but i'm gonna i'm gonna not disagree with that, okay. And, but I'm gonna remember. We also talked this morning about the the dancer.
0: Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Where yeah,
1: sure. there's an example of a person who is like, "Hey, be proud of yourself" or whatever. But this is a a poor little girl who might be 12 years old, but she's 300 pounds. I mean, morbid obesity, and to tell somebody to just be okay with it,
0: it it's a balancing I, act. It's great. it's great that she has a good attitude, and there's some joy out of it. But she should still lose weight. She is a gigantic She's, health risk for herself. She, absolutely. Yeah. Now she can say, "Well, God made me this way,
1: and I'm and I'm going to enjoy." And, and for me, I could say, "Well, I'm just God made me with the bunched up sock feeling in my shoes. I'm just going to choose to be okay with it." Mm-hmm. I, I could say that, and and that would probably be, maybe be better than being ridden with guilt over. Oh my gosh, I'm such a failure as a human being that I can't even you know wear my socks right somewhere in the middle though has to be wise yeah honest full of integrity self-assessment that says self be okay with your you know 10 extra pounds around the middle or self get over the fact that you need to do less chocolate and wine and give your body a chance
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and that that's so that book is well, so hard to sell it's
0: that tension in that scenario between being content Okay, Can I, Kevin, be get get rid of the guilt, get rid of the shame. Be just be content and at peace with me today. Yes, and do I just stop? <laughs> and be <there>? discontent. <laughs> well, I'm going to play <laughs> with semantics of words because you could put them different ways, but I, I tend to think of it: be content. But am I satisfied? Am I done? No way, man. I can be, I can be weller. I can be better. I can be wiser. And so, chill out. I sh- you know have some grace and. and-
1: have some desire. Yeah. Some and and this is where we would say does does God love you more or less if you lose 10 pounds? No. But does God love you enough to leave you where to not leave you where you are? Yes. So you and I we play around with that word the both bothness yeah. of things and it's the now and the not yet. Yeah. I every day and I think this is very important to say for for you and I in the morning time, we wake up, there is sp- Space. Mm-hmm. I don't. I do not touch my phone. I don't. There is space for me to say, you know what? I choose to be content. I choose to be satisfied. I am so satisfied with being alone, being with God. This is the point of existence. Well, it's, right now, it's like now. you
0: talking about the muscle of that of and, tri- and exercising uh, uh, the, muscle the muscle of contentment of
1: contentment. Choose, and that's hard. Yeah, that is hard. And even as we talk about raising our teenagers to wake up and just sit there, because yeah. they don't, they don't have a. They don't have depth of wisdom yet. They can't. They don't have a motive yet. They don't have a motive or reward, and they haven't really been burned yet. Yeah. And then once we say, okay, the morning time is done, I have now filled up my contentment bucket and my muscle, and I've worked it out. Now, out of contentment, yeah. go and produce, perform, and share, and give away out of that and that's what a camel does.
0: That's interesting. Uh, it, yeah. It bears a load and then it rests. And then it rests. You know, I'm looking back and now I'm going back. We could read stuff for the next hour. I think we've hit kind of the highlights, <laughs> but I'm looking back to my question. What area of your health do you feel good about? What area do you not? And it's almost, yeah, the bigger question is where are you discontent? Where are you content? Where are you not satisfied, you know, with your health and, and why? I didn't but, ask that part of the question. Mm, mm-hmm. Why? Which is my favorite That's question, but I didn't one. ask it here. Is is the why? You know, on that weight, is it because you are? Let's go to weight. Are you concerned just from an aesthetic standpoint? You want to look a certain way for a certain person or for yourself or whatever? Or is it a health risk? Mm-hmm. Because ten pounds on the average, literally, if you took their the perfect BMI, and said ten pounds, it's not a big deal, is it? I mean, no, ten, no, 10, no. 10 yeah, pounds now. But where is it? Where, like you yeah, thought, where's the Where are those symptoms? 20, yeah. 20, 22 and a half, 30, whatever. What, what, is, uh, what is morbid obesity? Where do, how do they? A BMI of
1: 40 or over. So right. obesity starts with a BMI of 30. And then morbid obesity is a BMI of 40. And, and if you Google BMI, you'll have, find a very easy calculator um, for people to just be aware where are you on that scale? Mm-hmm. Now, somebody might be at a BMI of 25, and that's called normal, and they might say, but I need to lose 10 pounds. So, okay, you know, from 18 to 25, and then you get into, are you sort of thin-boned or medium-boned or big-boned? Are you and a husky where, And where do you hold
0: your weight? That, that's funny. And where, and where is your Because I, I have veiny arms. Have veins in my shoulders I have really veiny legs, and then I carry it right around the middle. So I feel fat, even though I'm not, technically, you're, but... I, you're
1: not. And then we also have people who are what we call skinny fat. Right? Like they are over VAT. Their their overall weight is normal, but they've got their fat deposits in very wrong places and that's kind of what we would say the cellulite if you see on you know, legs and, and places like that. And that's more for women. For men it's more the visceral. So yours is not visceral, it's external. And I think if we did look at your liver, your kidney and, and the vis, those are the viscera, the guts, that
0: you wouldn't have a lot of fat in there.
1: That's where the BMI Or the BIA machine Uh, is helpful.
0: Right. Well, but just again, so that'd be a great question to go back to these and for us all as you're listening to think about is where do you feel good about your health? That's great to know and why. And where do you not and why? Is it a are you suffering or is it just a should expectation, you know, kind of aspect and yeah, to know because how we feel about it is just so is
1: dramatically important it's going to determine our behavior which then leads into the result and we're back into that cycle of, of the bothness of the now and the not yet how do i perceive myself and why and what am i going to do about it and why yeah and we're right back into the core issue of motive and goals and true life true life
0: Friends, I really hope this episode was a bit of a comfort and you resonated with the ups and downs of people's journeys. We are all on our journey. Each journey is somewhat different, yet we're all striving in the same direction toward our best wellness. Thank you for tuning in to the Self Helpful Podcast, where I strive to help you and me elevate our personal experience and the way we show up for others. Stay driven, my friends.